You know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. That's why I partnered with Fullscript, an online dispensing platform that only offers curated professional-grade brands that I know and trust. The very same supplements that I prescribe to my patients and take myself. Never counterfeit or expired, always stored and shipped correctly. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to start your free Fullscript account. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant and offers world-class support. Fullscript also gives you access to my custom targeted supplement protocols that combine the products that I recommend to address specific needs, heart health, immune support, and much more. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll get access to the supplements and features you need to help you achieve your wellness goals. That's DearHoffmanStore.com. DearHoffmanStore.com. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Today's guest, Neil Levin. He's Senior Nutrition Education Manager and a Product Formulator for Now Foods, as well as Protocol for Life Balance. You can get information about Protocol for Life Balance at drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. And Neil, we're discussing methylation. We laid down the groundwork for our discussion in part two uh, by introducing the concept of the MTHFR uh, gene variations. So can you give us a little dissertation on that? What the uh, meaning of that is? Because a lot of people, you know, they, frankly, it creates uh, consternation. They're told that they have a mutation and uh, then they're prescribed B vitamins to fix the mutation. What's the deal? Yeah, actually, uh, at least half the people in the United States have this mutation. It's, mm-hmm. it's Certainly, higher percentage in Hispanics. Next is, is whites. Next, next are black. So, this is one of the areas where your genetic history does play a difference. But in, in most people, it doesn't make a big difference. Um, the enzyme MTHFR helps convert folic acid to 5-methyl methyl tetrahydrofolate. Okay, so let, let's and say it. They, it's methyl tetrahydrofolate reductase. Yeah, and the ACE indicates it's an enzyme, so it's an enzyme that promotes this activity. And what it's doing is helping you convert this homocysteine back into methionine and into SAMe, which is made from methionine, which is your methyl donor circulating around the body. And it does that as part of a cycle to make energy uh in in our bodies so that we can function properly. So if, if you don't have enough of this enzyme, there's a problem. Now, I'll, I'll give you a picture of how this works. Okay. Your body makes an enzyme using amino acids, which are particles of protein, little fractions of protein. And it also uses methylfolate as part of the recipe. So imagine an analogy where you're baking bread. And you're mixing flour and sugar and you have yeast and it makes this beautiful bread. What happens if you change the flour? If you change the flour, use a different recipe, incorporate different amino acids into the enzyme in different ratios. It's like if you switch wheat flour for rice flour and you end up with a brick instead of something that rises Mm -hmm. because it's got different ingredients. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what these variations, this MTHFR mutations or variations is doing, is it's using a different recipe. Now, if you're saying that's all caused by somebody who is not methylating folic acid, it's untrue. Because that's like blaming the yeast for the bread not rising when you're using the wrong flour. Mm. So when you're looking at the basic research, that becomes apparent. And if you go to the Center for Disease Control, uh, they say that it is not true that people, uh, here it is literally, if you have one or two copies of these mutations, that folic acid is not safe, this is not true. Even if you have one or two copies of this variant, your body can safely and effectively process all different types of folate. Right. There's this notion, and it's even propagated among uh, integrative doctors, I've heard it expressed at conferences, that if you have these gene variations, that you inefficiently uh, convert folic acid to the active form, the methylated folate, and therefore you may have an overaccumulation of folic acid, which it's unnatural and it's toxic, and you get a toxic buildup of that. So are, are you dispelling that notion? I'm disputing that. I, okay. I think these, a lot of these doctors have been trained by the couple of pharmaceutical companies who have patents on the yeah. material. Yeah. And they're saying they're pointing to the yeast instead of the difference in flour and why the bread's okay. not rising, okay. following the analogy. Uh, I mean, one issue is that if you have both, you know, the double variation, which some people have, you make an enzyme only 20% as effective as normal. You have to make five times as much of this enzyme to do the same job and get rid of the homocysteine. If you add enough folic acid, it will do that. It'll overcome that. If you add enough methylfolate, it will do that. Okay. So could an argument be made that... Say these uh, unfortunate women who give birth to children with birth defects who are on poor diets and don't take supplements, that they might be at a higher risk of having kids with neural tube defects, spina bifida, etc. If they have one or two of these variants uh, in uh, methylation pathways in that MTHFR pathway, that maybe those are the ones who are more prone and that they may, might, may require a little more dietary folate from green leaf vegetables, but also from prenatal supplements. Yes. Uh, pre, uh, the only approved form of folate for prenatals is folic acid, folic acid not methylfolate. Right, right. And because that's the one with the evidence. The other thing is if, if women have already had a baby with spina bifida, they do recommend that they take much, much more, thousands of micrograms of folic acid. Like, like rather five than, milligrams or 5,000 micrograms, something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, way, way higher. Mm-hmm. And it's understandable when you realize they're making an enzyme only 20% of as effective right. as normal, that if normally they might need 800, they might need five times that, 4,000 micrograms so to let, do the same job. Let's get in the weeds a little bit because there are two... Uh, variants of the MTHFR pathway, according to my understanding. Uh, there's the C677 pathway and the 1298. And so you can, and now we can talk about, okay, two pathways. You can be what's called heterozygous, which means that half of your pathway is working, or you can have, you can be homozygous, which means you've got 677, 677. 
Um, or alternatively, you could have two 1298s, which limits, you know, as you say, your ability to convert folic acid to an active metabolite. Or you can have, and this is considered worse sometimes, you can have a 677 and a 1298 simultaneously. Right? Yeah, but the most common is the 677. Which I which I have one. So I'm, I'm what's yeah. called heterozygous for 677, which is real common, real common, especially people of European ancestry, you know, like I say, nearly half the population, perhaps even more. And even if you have the MTHFR C677 variant, uh, taking 400 micrograms of folic acid every day is sufficient to have a baby without birth defects unless you've already had one without birth defects. With, case, with birth defects. As, as we talked about, with you would raise the level. In other words, with birth defects, yeah. yeah. Okay, right. so from my review of the literature, there are more problems associated uh, with people with these uh, variations, especially when they're heterozygous. They have two hits instead of just one hit like I have. Uh, that there may be a higher incidence of, say, neurological disease. Certainly, there is a potential for higher homocysteine. Uh, there is a potential for sometimes psychiatric disorders and, and other types of illnesses, even perhaps potentially a higher propensity to certain cancers. Uh, is that true, according to your survey of the literature, or are they making a mountain out of a molehill with us? No, I mean, that's true. And a lot of it's because of the homocysteine. And if, if you don't have enough folic acid intake or folate intake uh, because you know in, in my view there's not much difference because you actually methylate folic acid in the intestinal lining as it's coming in mm -hmm. so and and most of it is is converted and if you can't do that you're not going to grow up to be a healthy adult mm -hmm. so you know I, you know it's pretty obvious that people can do this even if somewhat imperfectly but they might need a lot more there are some advantages to taking methylfolate as a supplement, though. Mm -hmm. It is probably 10% better absorbed. It's less likely to interact with other medications, uh, which are like a malaria medication and an unusual um, antibiotic, you know, not, not very common medications. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's more likely to cross the blood-brain barrier and provide the benefits in the brain as right. well, being so, preformed. So there are some benefits, but it's not essential. Well, there's actually in psychiatry, there's a prescription medication. I think you're aware of it. It's called serifolin, which is kind of like uh, a prescription version of methylaction, uh, the protocol for life balance product. Uh, and it's administered especially to people who take SSRIs because it's thought that in making neurotransmitters, you know, the essential things that make your brain uh, run normally, that um, it kind of is hamburger helper for the SSRIs to help the SSRIs achieve higher levels of uh, the neurotransmitters that they're trying to boost. Yeah, and there are some people that actually do better with folinic acid, which is an intermediate form between folic acid and methylfolate, uh, because some people are overmethylators. Okay. So that's yet another, it's a minority of people, obviously. But, you know, there are some people for whom methylfolate is contraindicated and folic acid or folinic acid would be better. So everyone is not alike. Everyone's got these genetic variations. 
but uh, when you're talking to the CDC or some of the uh, authorities here, they say that folic acid will work for anybody, but for some people, methylfolate will work a little bit better, and it will provide some methyl group in there that you don't have to take some that's already in the body for people who don't have enough of this, these methylation groups in their body. Uh, people who don't have enough choline, for example, taking the methylated form will spare some of what they're already getting. Are there any uh, signs or any conditions where we might suspect that there are methylation problems? In other words, clinically, you know, people with certain characteristics or certain medical conditions, uh, what might be the tip-off that they're having methylation issues? Well, uh, it's what you end up with is male infertility, pregnancy loss, neurotube defects, but also cardiovascular disorders, autoimmune issues, neurodegenerative disorders are associated with a lack of sufficient uh, folate. So, and if you have this gene and you, you need to use a whole, five times as much with the double uh, genetics, you know, people have the gene from both sides of their family, uh, they need to make use five times as much of this essential vitamin to make enough of the enzyme to get rid of the homocysteine, and that's robbing the folate from DNA repair and other functions it's doing in the body. So, yeah, taking adequate amounts is something that's very important. And the only reason there's an upper limit for folate in the body is because it can mask B12 deficiency. Right. That's not an issue if you have B12 right. in the formula or if you're taking B12 separately. Right. That's an important point because it actually uh, it's on, uh, uh, you know, examinations for, you know, medical certification is, you know, is should you give folate alone or what are the pitfalls of giving folate alone? It can mask the anemia that's associated with B12, and then you got all the, the consequences of the B12 deficiency, like uh, neuropathy and neurodegeneration and, you know, a whole host of problems. So the, when you supplement B12, uh, I'm sorry, when you supplement folate, you should supplement B12 along with it. And in fact, uh, mostly when you order, a, a say you want to check a folic, a folate level, you, you almost always check a B12 level. So they're closely related. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about SAMe because you mentioned that uh, homocysteine gets trans uh, gets uh, converted into SAMe. Is SAMe part of the story, or is it uh, you know a separate uh, entity? SAMe is because SAMe is S-adenosylmethionine. Methionine is the source of methyl groups for most of the cells in the body. It's this, the circulating compound made from the amino acid methionine, which is an essential amino acid, that is used to methylate things like folic acid when it comes in the body. And as I mentioned earlier, eating folates in food, they convert to methylfolate in the intestinal lining, and it requires SAMe to do that. So SAMe is required for that, but uh, TMG will supply the methylation to produce SAMe in the body. You need enough methionine, and methionine is something you get from eating grains mm -hmm. and meats. You know, whole, complete protein, but when you're looking at grains and beans, beans are low in uh, meth meth 
methionine and grains are low in lysine. And that's where food combining comes in, where you mix grains mm -hmm. and beans. So you have both of these essential acids boosted up and in balance. If you're on a grain-free diet, you might not get enough methionine. Mm -hmm. And especially consideration is with you because I've dined with you frequently and you're on a plant-based diet. So you're particularly focus on proper food combining to get a complete amino acid profile with your uh, proteins, your vegetable sources of protein. Um, right. So, all right. So what's the use case for using methyl action? Uh, I can think of one. It's where patients have high homocysteine. That's a no-brainer. You know, I'll want to get their homocysteine down because I believe that high homocysteine is a risk factor for cerebrovascular disease, probably cardiovascular disease, increased risk of blood clots. And uh, as you mentioned, it, it's, it's a toxic metabolite that we want to lower levels of. And we can do that very nicely with methyl action. Uh, any other specific use cases or indications where uh, a, use, a listener might say, hey, this is a supplement that I should add to my, to my regime? Well, it contains the form of vitamin B12 that protects the nerves in the brain. Mm -hmm. The myelin sheath, for example, uh, the insulation around our nerves is comprised of partially of DHA, the fatty acid from fish oil or algae, but also vitamin B12 in this methyl form. We, we also have the non-methylated but coenzyme form, the active forms of vitamin B2 and vitamin B6, which are the cofactors in this cycle of reducing homocysteine. So uh the, the methylfolate etc alone is not going to do it the mthfr enzyme alone doesn't do that you need to produce that enzyme in the body using cofactors vitamin b2 vitamin b6 uh, methylfolate the methyl b12 so you know these are essential things for the cycle to work properly so you might be able to lower homocysteine just by giving b6 b12 folic acid and there are plenty of homocysteine formulas based on there, but by adding the uh, vitamin B2, which a lot of these formulas don't, in the coenzyme form, and adding the trimethylglycine to add more methyl groups, so you can produce more of the uh, methylated folate, uh, more of the SAMe, the basic methylator in the body, so that you can have adequate methylation which is kind of the key to this, is uh, the reason we formulated the product this way. Okay. Well, uh, su suffice it to say that people who have neurodegenerative disorders, uh, who perhaps are on certain medications that deplete B vitamins, uh, that would be another use case for these? Oh, definitely. Uh, there, I mean, there's a lot of metabolic pathways that this, interfaces with uh, the toleration you know B vitamins even at large doses are typically well tolerated uh, there's not any direct uh, drug interactions known with this or interaction with blood tests uh, which is another factor that we consider when we're formulating uh, we'll warn if there is an interaction interfering with a blood test where we can let people know about that so that's another reason for your listeners to always tell their uh, integrative practitioner what they're taking because sometimes they might be doing a, 
diagnostic test or just a basic test and they don't know that something that you're taking could be interfering with that. An example of which could be biotin, which is not in this formula, but biotin can affect uh, uh, certain hormone tests and, you know, uh, give uh, deceptive results. Right. So, yeah, we, we notified the practitioner about that. And then the practitioner will know if you share your uh, vitamin supplement regimen with your practitioner. That's why it's always important to discuss that with your health provider. All right. Do you think we've shared most of the issues related to methylation and the use of uh, these methylated B vitamins? Uh, or is there anything that's uh, that we don't want to leave on the cutting room floor? Well, I, I think the important thing to know is that, uh, you know, taking a regular multivitamin will give you some of these things. Mm-hmm. We're just giving you in, in a form that's more closely directed at uh, methylation, at the MTHFR enzyme, at the detoxification of homocysteine, which is, a, you know, like I said, a corros- kind of corrosive, oxidative uh, thing that can damage tissues. And, you know, we certainly don't want this intermediate thing that's supposed to be very temporary uh, staying around and accumulating in the body. It's just not healthy. Uh, to switch the subject slightly, uh, recently I had dinner with uh, someone in the, in the supplement industry, uh, and he was quite upset because he was saying that uh, he went online and he found some of his products listed online for, you know, at significant discounts, you know, much lower than what he sells the supplements for. So naturally, people, you know, doing a search, you know, they can compare prices, uh, you know, Google uh, search engines give you the opportunity to compare prices. And, you know, people are going to click on the lowest price. But he purchased some of these things and found that they were uh, counterfeit. They literally were counterfeit. I think they just had rice bran in them. And, uh, you know, he's, he's upset. He's calling his attorneys. <laughs> you know, he's trying to root it out. Uh, I know you've been involved a little bit in uh, assessing the potential for uh, adulterated products to be sold uh, via places like uh, Amazon and so on. So what's the latest in your efforts to identify some of these problems? Well, uh our parent company, Dow Health Group, has done over a dozen uh, tests of products, kind of no-name brands that are too good to be true in terms of pricing, potency, size, you know, where you're getting more than you could fit in that size so capsule. So not literally counterfeits, uh, but, you know, in other words, like uh, some funky brand, uh, but it purports to have, you know, say the ingredients that methyl action has. Right. So we've, we've seen that, but in the last year or, or part of a year, we've seen more counterfeits. Counterfeits are extremely common in places like Brazil, uh-huh. when people aren't buying from authorized distributors and just buying from El, El Cheapo online. But uh, we're starting to see some of those from Amazon, too, and, and not just our brand, other brands. We're one of the top brands on Amazon with our now consumer brand and our protocol for life brand uh protocol for life balance professional brand uh we we haven't seen the counterfeiting in protocol yet because it's uh it's not a discounted brand so they tend to want to put something out where people are looking for these deals Mm -hmm. but 
you know, we're starting to see some counterfeit products that look like our label. We might notice that the, the codes aren't on the bottom of the bottle, they're on the label, that the label might have imperfections, it might have a different lid. You know, there, there's different variations that might be visually obvious to us when we see what's going on. It's, it's like there, those uh, Gucci bags that they recently. sell on uh, on Fifth Avenue. You know, it's like there's, they have yeah. these uh, vendors, you know, uh, sprawled, their wares sprawled out on the sidewalk and you could get uh, Gucci, Chanel, you know, you name it. Uh, but on close inspection, uh, you know, they don't they don't add up. Yeah. So, I mean, wh- one of the protections is to buy directly from a practitioner because they're getting it directly from us. Uh, another one is if you're buying on Amazon, you, you don't expect to see protocol for life balance discounted. If it is that they're not an authorized seller. Mm-hmm. And when you're buying on Amazon, some of the products are bought and sold from Amazon. They buy directly from us. But they also sell products that are sold to other companies or purportedly sold to other companies. Hopefully not that, shoplifted products. That's, a, that's another thing entirely. Yeah. So if it's not, you know, not just fulfilled by Amazon, but sold by Amazon, and you can look on the right when you're, when you're shopping or even on your invoice, and it'll tell you who's actually selling it. It might be some store selling it to you, and they're paying Amazon to send it to you. But Amazon has no control over that product. Mm-hmm. So you're losing some uh, integrity by doing that. That's that's why I like the Fullscript portal, because at least there's some uh, quality control. They exercise some discretion about uh, which brands they accept, and they buy directly from the manufacturers. So uh, there, at least you're assured of product quality uh, and, uh, you know, all the accoutrements of you know, quick turnover, fast free shipping, and so on at Fullscript. Yeah, I use that myself, so, you know, good, good call. Great. All right. Well, uh, thanks very much for uh, helping us to understand a complex subject. Uh, for more information and to order, product we're talking about today, Methyl Action and many other products, just go to drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. That's drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. And uh, I look forward to seeing you in a couple of days because uh, we'll both be in Charlotte, North Carolina for the American Nutrition Association uh, uh, annual summit. It'll be exciting and informative. Thank you. Thanks very much. That was Neil Levin. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I want to thank you for listening to the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or your favorite podcast app, and get new episodes automatically downloaded every weekday. And please give us a rating and review. It truly helps new people discover Intelligent Medicine. The Intelligent Medicine Podcast is for general informational purposes only and does not constitute the practice of medicine, nursing, or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice and no doctor-patient relationship is formed. The use of information on this podcast or materials linked from this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition they may have and should seek the assistance of their health care professionals for any such conditions. Finally, please visit drhoffman.com and discover everything intelligent medicine has to offer, including frequently updated unbiased health news and fully vetted product and supplement recommendations. 